0: Obsessed with the Weather is brought to you by Jim Wolfe and Wolf Painting Company, the premier interior and exterior painting company on the South Shore of Massachusetts. Wolf Painting provides all of your interior and exterior residential painting needs. Wolf Painting combines incredible craftsmanship and artistry within your timeline to get the job done the way you want it. Summer and fall are great times on the South Shore for any painting project. Contact owner Jim Wolfe today at 617-435-1793 or visit wolfpaintingco.com for a free estimate. Mention the promo code obsessed with the weather and get a 10% discount off your full painting project. Once again that's owner Jim Wolf, 617-435-1793, or visit wolfpaintingco.com. That's W-O-L-F-E, don't forget that E, paintingco.com, to get your project started today. Everywhere he goes, people want to know What's the weather, so he tells them He's obsessed with the weather, any type of weather He's obsessed. Hi, and welcome to the Obsessed with the Weather podcast. I'm your host, Steve McGuire. This podcast is coming to you from the home of some of the world's most diverse weather, Situate, Massachusetts. I have an awesome episode for you today as I explain how we got to the creation of this podcast and what this podcast is going to look like. Before I really get into any content, I want to give a big thank you to my friends and family who have supported me in this endeavor and have helped me get this thing off the ground over the last couple months. A huge extra special thank you to my wife, Jess. She created the artwork, she recorded the music, and for also supporting me as I have obsessively talked about this podcast for the last two months. If you see her and talk to her, she'll, she'll confirm that. So thank you again for being a part of Obsessed with the Weather. I'm going to get into the details of what this podcast is and what it's going to look like. I do want to model some good teaching by beginning with how part of our format is going to be every week. So let's begin with our weather quiz. We're going to have a weather quiz at the beginning of every show. The answer will be given at the end. And it's just kind of some fun information and knowledge that as a teacher, I just think is important to be able to share. So the first episode weather quiz question is this. What year did tropical storms and hurricanes begin getting their name? So tropical storms and hurricanes in the Atlantic basin are given a name. What year did that naming system begin? And then what's any other information that you know about the naming process? So we'll get to that, the revelation of that answer at the end. But let's start with sort of how we got to where we are today. So, obsessed with the weather, the name came from about two or three weeks ago, I was at the beach at a local beach called Egypt Beach with some friends and it was a beautiful day and some clouds started to build and I jumped on my radar and looked at it and thought, oh boy, we're going to get rained on. So, gathered my kids and went over to my wife and said, Jess, I think we got to go, and told my friends we were with, I think it's be safe for us to leave, and then we got to the car, we put the last boogie board in the car, closed the trunk, and as I was closing the trunk, these huge raindrops at the beginning of a thunderstorm, they're referred to as plumbers, started splatting on the pavement, and we were kind of laughing, like, oh, we made the right call. So, drove home, and later that day, some friends and I, that were we were together, we were texting those friends that were with us at the beach, and one of them said, oh, it's so nice to have somebody that knows the weather, that go to the beach with, and I wrote, well, that's what happens when you're hashtag obsessed with the weather, and it just kind of hit me. I had been looking for a name for the podcast, and sure enough, I thought, oh my goodness, obsessed with the weather, perfect, because I am, I'm totally obsessed with the weather. So where does that obsession come from? So, as a child, I was a weather watcher. Back in the day, before email and any other social media communication, you used to have to pick up a phone and call into what was uh, what the position was called a weather watcher, and you'd call in the temperature and any rainfall that had to a local Boston TV station or to multiple Boston TV stations and give the weather report. And I started doing that in about the fifth grade, and did that. All through my high school years. And then as I started putting two and two together, you know, I said, I love the weather. I should be a meteorologist. And incredibly enough, I went to school. I majored in meteorology originally in college. And I went to school at Plymouth State up in New Hampshire, which has a great atmospheric science major or meteorology major. And I took the math placement test and bombed, like it wasn't even close. And this was to get you into your meteorology classes. And what I didn't know at the time is that you need to be really good at math if you want to be a meteorologist. And I was not good at math. So I ended up going into education, but I've always kept my lifetime love and obsession with the weather. Part of my obsession also comes from I had a debilitating fear of thunder and lightning through most of my childhood and into a great part of my adulthood as well. It's actually called astrophobia. I don't know if anyone is familiar with that or not, but horrified. And when I say debilitating, I mean it. I'm talking fetal position, in the corner, in a closet. If there was any major thunderstorms, I mean just horrified of those storms. So... I think part of my obsession with it is that I wanted to learn and know more about it. It was a love hate, I guess, for lack of a better term. I also had mentioned that I am a teacher, and where I teach today, I, I live and I teach in my same town, and I, I teach at the high school level. And one of the courses that I offer is meteorology. And so I teach it, and that is definitely something that I'm able, hopefully, to share my passion and love and obsession with the weather with my students that I have in my meteorology classes. And the other part of it for me is, you know, if you have ever competed as an athlete or you're a performer or anything, any consistent event you have where you feel butterflies in your stomach and you can feel nerves in your gut ready to go before that, right? That's how I feel on, it's I call it the Christmas Eve feeling. That's how I feel anytime we're going to get a big snowstorm or a nor'easter or any sort of big meteorological weather event the night before I have that pregame feeling. And that confirms for me my total love of the weather. The The other sort of piece that started this, this group and really got it going for me or started this podcast was I ended up, I talked a little bit about Scituate, Massachusetts and I live in a town, and I said it at the intro, home of some of the world's most diverse weather. If you simply just Google situate Massachusetts storms, those three words, it's S-C-I-T-U-A-T-E, Massachusetts storms, you'll see what I'm talking about. But I just think there's some sort of intervention or destiny or whatever you want to call it, that someone that is obsessed and loves the weather as much as I do, ended up in a place where both geographically and meteorologically, we are one of the most incredible weather places in the world. The, the way the town is topographically is we are jutted out into the ocean and we have a long northeast-facing coastline. So when we get these major nor'easters along the Atlantic coast and in New England, Our specific little town gets impacted more than the towns north of us and even the towns south of us. And you'll see this by there are major news networks that come to this little town that most people can't spell and have never heard of just to see the wave action and the wind and the storm. So I just think it's ironic and wild that I ended up in a place like that to have this incredible weather experience. And five years ago, I also started this Facebook group called Weathering Situate. That was during the Snowmageddon of 2015. We got 127 inches of snow here in Situate. And as a result, I started a Facebook group that's dedicated just to the weather of this little town. And in those five years, it's grown to a a little under 4,500 members. And I do a daily... It's not so much a forecast. You know, someone described it as a weather concierge service. That's really what it is. I'm not an American Meteorological Society certified me- forecaster. Uh, you know, I, that's not my job. I just love the weather a lot. And so I share a lot of the information about the weather in our little town. And, and it's been a lot of fun. So it's another way that I've been able to sort of put out my obsession about it, uh, which is really cool. I wanted to give you the format of what the por- this uh, podcast is going to look like, and simply over the coming weeks. So it's it's interesting. If you didn't know this, I've done a ton of research about podcasting, and if you didn't know this, most podcasts that start don't make it past their seventh episode. So people start with a big fire and fury, and they fade away. My hope is that I make it at least to episode number eight. That's my goal. So hopefully that will be a thing. I have some incredible guests lined up, which I'm very excited about. I have a producer for the Weather Channel. I have uh, some folks that are uh, incredible kite boarders. I have a uh, person that uh, is a ship mover. She goes from the Caribbean to New England and back, and she services ships uh, sailboats, uh, that she's going to come and talk about all her experiences with the weather. Uh, I have a local golf course superintendent that's going to talk about how the weather impacts your lawn and lawn services and a lot of other awesome pieces that I think you're going to get a lot out of. So if you have any like or love or anything at all with the weather, please continue to listen. Uh, please subscribe. Please share this podcast with other people. And I hope that uh, you're able to get a lot out of it. So let's go to our weather quiz answer for the week. So the question was, what year did the did hurricanes and tropical storms start to get their name? And then any other information that you have about it. And so according to the National Hurricane Center, names formerly began being given to storms in 1950. Uh, the first they were first named from a phonetic alphabet, meaning like Abel, Baker, Charlie, and so on. But this method was then changed in 1953 in favor of using alphabetized names. So storms are uh, names are given every six years. They recycle the same names, and then if a storm is really severe, like there's a huge loss of life, or there's a lot of damage, if a historical storm like Katrina. Those storms, those names are retired. So 1950 is when we started naming storms in the Atlantic Basin for tropical storms and hurricanes. So that wraps up this introductory, introductory podcast to Obsessed with the Weather. I'm so grateful, again, that you want to be a part of this, share this with your friends and family and whoever else is obsessed with the weather. If you want to find out more about today's show, and some upcoming episodes, you can visit the website that I've created for this. It's called obsessedwiththeweather.com to find out more. There's some merch on there you can purchase. There's some other fun things you can take a look at. And again, looking forward to having an awesome experience. I hope you have a great week and look forward to talking to you next week. <laughs>